Welcome to the Tree Leaf Zendo podcast. Tree Leaf is a Soto Zen Sangha available anytime, anywhere at treeleaf.org. Come sit with us. Today's subject is the mirror mind. You know, I'm always talking about the blue sky and the clouds, and that is one of the ancient descriptions for the mind of Zazen. But the mirror mind is also perhaps the most powerful description we have of what the mind should be during Zazen. Zazen no shin, kokyo, mirror, kagami. Yeah, old. We have a couple of guests here. Uh, One speaks Japanese, so I'm going to drop a little Japanese in here, maybe just confuse things more. The description of the mirror mind goes back thousands of years. There are also references in Taoism to the mirror mind. We can't claim it uh, as an exclusively Zen or Buddhist invention. It represents something in the heart of people who know clarity, who know how to approach life without judgment. Handan shinai seikats expressesuru kagami. Today we're going to look at some descriptions of the mirror and also Master Dogen's riffing on the mirror. First thing I'd like to do is, uh, you know, I brought, actually, I brought a mirror. I was going to do, you know, some of those funky special effects where I reflect you back on yourself, but it's not working too good. I'm working to do it. Then on Google, they also have, you know, a little, some special effects you can do in our live broadcast. But unfortunately, they don't have that mirror effect. But you know what I was going for there, right? I'm reflecting you back. On okay. For our people listening on the podcast, uh, it wouldn't work anyway. The clearest uh, description I found of the mirror approach to Zazen is in this uh, little description by uh, Soto teacher Kokyo Hinko. And I'd like to uh, read that. And notice I say it's a basic approach because you're going to see that Master Dogen, how to see, how, how to say this, takes it up a notch. Reverend Hinkle says, the true nature of mind is mirror-like awareness, always just reflecting what's happening, whether we notice this or not. It neither shuts off or stops functioning, even when we're completely engrossed in conceptual thinking or strong emotions. A mirror just receives whatever object is placed before it, neutrally and naturally. It has no opinions about the object. The mirror doesn't prefer red or blue. It doesn't discriminate amongst these things, and yet it doesn't block them out reject them, or alter them in any way. It is just open receptivity without adding any commentary. All these qualities of the mirror are also qualities of the nature of mind. The naturally present open awareness 
of Buddha nature. During Zazen, we can open to this receptive mirror awareness. If we try to look directly at it, try to grasp the mirror, we won't be able to. We will only get to see our ideas of it reflected in it. Therefore, the practice is, rather than trying to see the mirror, simply to be the mirror. If we try to be the mirror and also try to figure out what the mirror is, then such figuring is simply reflections on the mirror. It seems quite challenging to just reflect like a mirror, since we are so accustomed to discriminating, preferring, assessing, and getting caught up in the objects placed before it. Though it is challenging, it is also very simple, almost too simple for us to accept. One of the wonderful things about this mirror is that it isn't just functioning during Zazen while we are on the cushion. We take the mirror wherever we go. We can't leave home without it. It is always available, even in the busiest, most chaotic situations. We always have the opportunity to step back, turn around, and recognize the mirror in the background. Kagami wa mai no utsuteru mono ni handan shinai. Utsukushi mono, minikui mono. Zenbu shokai shimasu. Okay. Now a couple of things he said here. First off, the mirror is always present, even when we don't recognize it. And what hides the mirror from us? That's one of the questions we have to face. In Zazen, when we drop our thoughts and judgments, drop our wandering mind, somehow this mirror appears that allows all of life without judgment, without resistance. Zazen suru toki wa atoma kangai shizuku ni shite this light mirror is a mirror of light, I should say. A certain brightness, illumination comes from the mirror. It's not just a passive piece of cold glass. The mirror actually is, in our sense, boundless. It encompasses all things. It's not located in any one place. And it has a certain light that reflects all the world. The good times, the bad times in our life, but also the near and the far, all the other people, everything in the world is held in this mirror. But we may not be able to experience it so long as our head is cluttered with thoughts and emotions 
the clarity is hard for us to find. This is the sense of the mirror mind. But of course, how do we not know this? If this mirror mind is always present, how come it's hidden from us? Itsumo aru kono kagami. So there's a famous old story from the sixth patriarchs, uh, platform sutra. And it's how the sixth patriarch became the sixth patriarch. In those days, they didn't just flip a coin. They uh, had a poetry competition. And according to this story, which is largely legend, by the way, but it's a good legend. Historians don't actually say that these events were historical events, but they express something. The uh, sixth ancestor was illiterate, and he wasn't even a monk. He was a layperson. Did you know that? The sixth ancestor wasn't ordained to way, way, way after he became the sixth ancestor. And he was working in the kitchen. He wasn't even a monk in the uh, sitting with the monks in the monastery. And one day he heard about this poetry competition. So the master's star pupil, Shen Shu, wrote the following. The body is the Bodhi tree. The mind is a bright mirror stand. Some people think that actually should be something like a standing mirror. Cleanse it with daily diligence. See to it that no dust adheres. When we clear away the dust of anger and greed and jealousy and divided thoughts, we can find the pure mirror. Bono kirei ni suru toki kono kagami miru. Kono bosan no handan deshita. Kedo mo hitori no erai o bosan no iken chotto chiga kono shin ni yote. The sixth ancestor, however, wrote or had someone write for him because he was illiterate. Bodhi, the wisdom of Buddhism, the wisdom, Bodhi. Wisdom originally is no tree, nor the mirror a stand. Buddha nature is always pure and clean. Whence can the dust come? There's no need to clean the mirror because the mirror is always present. The dust can never hide it. As a matter of fact, what dust? Kono bosan ni yote, osoji suru hitsyo wa shitsu wa nain desu. Kagami wa itsumo kagami desu. Hokori, hokori, gomi, ochiru tokuru wa nain desu. Most Zen and other Buddhist teachers will say that really they're both right. The mirror is always present to such a degree that there truly is no place to say that there is some dust of anger and greed and other obstructions apart from it. That's true. There is no place apart from the mirror where any dust can alight. On the other hand, too, if we do not practice, and seek to be free 
of the dust of obstructions, of greed, of anger. We will not realize that fact. So the first monk is right, too. That's kind of the modern opinion on this. And I think it's the opinion always through history, if you actually read it. We need to constantly clean our heart. Kokoro, itsumo osoji shinakebaru naru nai desu kedo. Doji ni, honto ni osoji wa hichiyo nai The mirror is always so pure. Really, there is no dust. But unless we clean the dust, it's hard to realize this. Now, here's where we get into Master Dogen. Master Dogen, of course, uh, takes it uh, uh, a notch up. Is there, isn't there a chef on the, t on the TV, the cooking channel? I, I don't watch the cooking channel very much in America, but was it Emeril? He always throws spice in the pot and he goes, let's take this up a notch. Well, that's Master Dogen. Well, we could say he takes it up a notchless notch. Master Dogen always takes traditional Buddhist teachings and he, uh, how should we say, uh, intensify is not the right word. He plays with them to such a degree that he evokes new ways of seeing. Dogen is very hard to read because I sometimes describe him like a jazz musician. He takes basic Buddhist teachings, twists them up, takes them apart, puts them back together again, like Picasso with a table. And in doing this, it's sometimes really hard to follow, but he evokes new ways of expression, and that's what we're going to see here. One of the best descriptions of Dogen in a single sentence I just came upon uh, this week. I was reading an old Buddha Dharma from about five years ago that I had somehow missed, and Norman Fisher uh, has one little description of Dogen in a sentence. Beautiful. Uh, if I can find it. Ah. Dogen often seems to be less interested in understandable communication than in presenting nuance, ambiguity, and wonder. Period. He evokes... You see, he's like T.S. Eliot. He's like John Coltrane playing his saxophone and evokes something from the standard tune. So I want you to hear this. So Dogen is playing a little with uh, this poetry contest. And he says the following. Throughout the universe in the ten directions, Dokodemo. Does there remain one speck, speck of dust that is not the mirror? Kagami janai hokori wa doko desu ka? Hokori wa kami no ue janakte. Kagami de wa nai hokori wa arun desu ka? On the mirror itself, does there remain one speck of dust that is not the mirror? Remember, the whole universe is not lands of dust, and so it is the face of the eternal mirror. Kono seikai, hokori no seikai jinai desu. Kono seikai, jisai ni kono kagami. 
大体すぎるその感じ。This clarity, this light, this world is not something on the mirror. The mirror is this world. Something like that. Okay? Remember, the eternal mirror under discussion now has a time of being polished, a time before being polished, and a time after being polished. But it is wholly the eternal mirror. Before being polished, the mirror is not dull. Even if people call it black, it can never be dull. This mirror is so bright, so clear. That hokori no drake no toki, even when it's filthy, dirty, it's still bright and clear. Maybe you can't see it. People say this mirror is hard to see, it's dirty. Maybe their hearts are dirty and they, the mirror looks dirty, but the mirror is never dirty. I'm just maybe making. Master Dogen's beautiful expressions,、uh, dusty, with my extra words here. I should have just left it alone. So, this is Master Dogen talking from a section of、uh, Shobogenzo called the Kokyo, the ancient mirror. And、uh, he tells many, many mirror related stories here. Let's look at a, a few others.、Uh, this is a koan he relates. The master Gayasata says, the great round mirror of the Buddhas has no flaws or blurs, within or without. We two people are able to see the same. Our minds and our eyes are completely alike. Now, this、uh, mirror is very strange. Usually, when you say there's a mirror, mirror I'm holding up. For those on the podcast, I'm actually have we spare no expense on special effects here. I have brought an actual mirror. And as you can see, this is my hand somehow reflected. That's my nose in the mirror. Well, anyway, you get the point. Usually, when we look at a mirror, there's the mirror, there's something outside. This mirror has no inside or outside. Futsuni kagami, utsuru koto, soto ni tateru. Kagami, soto. Ima no kagami, nai to soto wa nai. Nai to soto wa koko no handa. Inside and outside is a mental judgment. From an, a certain standpoint, you're, you're, you're the rational thinker here. From the whole point of the whole universe, let's say, right? Could you speak of outside the Big Bang, for example? You don't, you don't, you don't, you, from a certain standpoint, there's something that there's no inside or outside. In, there's just something like that. That's his vision. This mirror has no inside or outside. So you could say that you're standing outside the mirror, looking for the mirror, reflecting. This mirror has no outside for you to stand. And when you and I are seeing this mirror in the same way, 
how can we say we're two separate people standing in two separate places reflecting in the mirror? There's a mirror of inside and outside that is all things, just the mirror, just the light, boundless. So anyway, I'm just messing things up here. I should let Master Dogen do all the talking. Dogen says, saying that this mirror has no blurs on the inside or the outside, neither describes an inside that depends on an outside nor an outside blurred by an inside. There being no face or back, nor two individuals who are able to see the same. Minds and eyes are like. Likeness describes a human being meeting a human being. This is where Dogen gets wild, but maybe I'll just drop in here. It means a true the truth, meeting the truth. In regard to images within, they have mind and eyes, and they are able to see the same. In regard to images without, they have mind and eyes and are able to see the same. Object and subject, which are manifest before us now, are like each other within and like each other without. They are neither I nor anyone else. Woo, man! ごめんなさい、私の言葉じゃない。日本人の Dogen 禅人の。これは日本人の考えね。This is a Japanese Dogen's words. What is he doing? Such a radical, radical view of the transcendence of self and object. Ji, jibun to, hoka no mono no, koeru. 彼のイメージはね、超超える。私と正解。正解と私。You and me. Me and you. Me and this bell. You, your heart, all of you. There is no inside. There is no outside. How can they be apart? If you're looking for the mirror, where's the mirror? Where's the mirror? I'm here. I want to find the mirror mind. How can you find something that has no inside or outside? Maybe by sitting very, very still and just allowing the mirror to arise. But how can it arise? It has no inside or outside or any else, uh, other place to be. I kind of get the feeling. どこで探すものじゃない。どこですか鏡どこですか鏡ないとうちがないから探す必要はない。心を静かにすればわかる。あっちに探すことじゃなくて、ここに座って心を静かにすればわかる。You understand?Okay.Anyway, the friction, self and other, is not this. Another story. In the order of Zen, Zen Master Nangaku Dae, a monk asked, if a mirror is cast into an image, to what place does its luster return? This takes a little explaining, by the way. In the old days, 
Mirrors were not made of glass. They were made of bronze in China and, and Japan and Korea. Kagami wa ne, tetsu de iskuta, okashi. So, kono sono tetsu tokite, mushi mono skureba, tetsuiba butsuzo toka. Kagami no hikari doku ikimasu ka? That's the hanashi. So, if you cast an image by melting a mirror, to what place does its luster return? The master says, Venerable monk, to what place have the features you had before you became a monk departed? The monk asks, After the transformation, why does it not shine like a mirror? The master says, Even though it is not shining like a mirror, it cannot delude others one bit. Dogen illuminates. Just this moment is miscellaneous bits of utter delusion in hundred thousand myriads of shining mirror reflections. There's a wonderful image of Hawaiian Buddhism where uh, the universe is uh, compared to gold. But if you melt down the gold and make all the separate things, and the gold gets covered with dust, and the color changes. Maybe we cannot see the gold, but its gold is always present. This mirror, if we moshi tokitara, seikai no iroiro no mono, jinsei no subite, jitsu wa kono kagami. Yes. Mienakte mo kono kagami desu. Kagami no hikari, doku itan desu ka? Betsu ni doku ite mo, ite nai. Tsujimashita? Okay. The clarity of this mirror, if I may muddle up Dogen again, just to simplify, maybe. The, clair the mirror is melted and becomes all the things of life, all the things of this world. It doesn't look like a mirror anymore to us. The mirror has seemingly become all the beautiful and ugly junk and treasures of this world. It has become the good of life and the bad of life. It has become the rain and the sun. It has become everything. It is as if the mirror was melted and broken into pieces and made the world. Where did the light go? Where did the clarity go? Oh, it's still here. I'm trying to improve perfection by adding to Dogen, and it's a big mistake. Great Master Seppo Shinkaku on one, occasion, on one occasion preaches to the assembly. If you want to understand this matter, my concrete state is like one face of the eternal mirror. When a foreigner comes, a foreigner appears. You know, the Japanese and Chinese were very conscious of they're the center of the world. The Chinese, there's all China, and everything that's not China is barbarians and foreigners. So it actually, the original actually says barbarians, which is the old, you know, China was civilization. The rest of the world was barbarians. So let's put it back the way it's supposed to be. When a barbarian comes, a barbarian appears. When a Chinese person comes, a Chinese person appears. Kono kagami, doko demo utsuru gaijin. Happy, sad, don't go there, no, no, no.
Understand? Then Gensha steps out and asks, if suddenly a clear mirror comes along, what then? The master says, the foreigner and the Chinese person both become invisible. What happens if you take away everything and there's just the mirror? And then the master said, well, the foreigner and the Chinese person disappear and there's just the mirror, clear, bright, nothing reflected. Gensha says, I am not like that. Seppo says, how about you? If suddenly a clear mirror comes along, how will it be then? And Gensha says, smashed into hundreds of bits of pieces. I take this to mean that the clear, clear mirror with not a thing, a separate thing reflected in it, and the mirror that is just broken into all the pieces of the world, what's the difference? Dogen shines on. Did I really write this? Dogen shines on. One face means the mirror's borders have been eliminated forever, and it is utterly beyond inside and outside. It is the self as a pearl spinning in a bowl. Do you have that image? A pure white pearl spinning in a pure white bowl. A, mirror, a mirrored pearl spinning in a mirrored bowl. Just let that image sink into you. That's a very traditional image of the harmony. Sometimes people speak of a white crane standing in the snow. Are they separate? Are they one? A pure white crane, the bird, standing in the snow. The white pearl spinning in a white bowl. To Seppo's present words, the foreigner and the Chinese person both become invisible. He might add, and the mirror itself also becomes invisible. But why, when I have just asked you to give me back a concrete fragment, did you give me back a clear mirror? People sometimes in Buddhism are looking for the clear mirror. They want to get rid of all the stuff and find where's the mirror. I want the mind that is purely with all things removed, just mirror. They want to completely clear the mind, get all the stuff out, all the thoughts, get all the emotions out. Why can't they see the mirror in just this? Whatever I grabbed on the table here to hold up for those on the podcast. Here, my cup of coffee. Would you like to see the mirror? Let me show you. He drinks coffee. Would you like to hear the mirror? Ha! Would you like to see the mirror? Look at yourself in the mirror and you'll see the mirror. Here. There you are. He holds up mirror for people on podcast, reflecting them back on themselves. But there is no inside or outside. So what am I reflecting? Where was I? To insist that even when the foreigner and the Chinese person are both in, invisible, the mirror will remain is to be blind to appearance and to be remiss without regard to coming. <laughs> 
This is one of my favorite lines. I thought we'd close here. Utsuru mono ganai kagami wa kagami desu ka? If a mirror has nothing to reflect, if there is no beautiful and ugly, no sad and happy, no lovely face and twisted face, to no mountain and no star to reflect in the mirror, can we even call it a mirror? When we try to strip away life in order to find clarity, we want to get rid of kanashi koto stetai, minikui koto stetai, bono stetai, kagami mitsukaritai. But really, if we do that too much, hakagami wa mo kagami janai desu. Utsure nai mono no kagami wa kagami de wa nai. A mirror that has nothing to reflect of our life of this world, is it even a mirror? You know, one thing that modern scientists tell us, just like the Kagami, this world is made of light. Hey, I actually have a my own uh, scientific team here. Is uh, the world made of photons, basically? Uh, just agree with me. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more complicated than that. That's what they want. You, know, you ask a scientist a question. It, it, well, it's a little more complicated, but okay, yes. The world is made of light, just like the mirror. Light needs something to reflect. Your life right now might be something you don't like. The things in the world might be sometimes ugly. There's war, there's suffering, little children suffering. Of course, we want to get rid of this dust. This is very important. Of course, we want a world without children suffering, so we clean, clean, clean. Of course we want a world without war, so we clean, clean, clean. Someday maybe we'll get the world cleaned of all this. In the meantime, it's all the mirror. Let me, I don't know what part I just said in Japanese or English, so I'm going to say it again. We have a world filled with things in our hearts. We want to strip away anger and greed. Of course we must clean, clean, clean. We have a world filled with things like war and children suffering. Of course we want to make a world better. Clean, clean, clean. This is not telling us just to let the dust settle. Clean, clean, clean. But yet, what dust is not the mirror? Where is the inside or the outside of this mirror? How would there be a mirror without all the dust and other of this life, this world to reflect. Yet we clean, 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 clean. I that's what you must. Okay, uh, I just like to use our wonderful abilities here. Anybody on the other side of the world have a question? Somebody. When it comes to our priests, I'm not asking for volunteers, wink, wink. Oh, good, good. On the other side of the room. You guys are hopeless over there. Go ahead. But is dust not part of 
That's exactly what he said. Not only not is it part of reflected, it is the brightness of the mirror. Of course, it's separate. Of course, it's dirt. Of course, it's something we want to clean. One way of looking at it. The point of this is from the other perspective. It is, yes, it is life. It is the world. It is the mirror at the same time. Why, why make a difference between dust and person ah. and the tree and the... In our heart, we do this. We have to separate the world into separate things in order to live. If I don't say, you're my friend, you're my enemy, the tiger is going to eat me, this, this food is for good, this is poison. If we don't do this, we die. The human mind must divide the world, must categorize, must separate self from other. We evolve this way. But the tree doesn't do that, I don't think. The mountain doesn't do that. Human beings did this. This is our greatness. Mm -hmm. Maybe the ant doesn't think I'm an ant and all the rest of the world is separate from me. I don't know what an ant experiences. Human beings, we separate, we divide, we judge. I'm not saying we, we, we need to stop that because if we did, we couldn't survive. The point of this is that there's an, another... Perspective is the best word I can come with because inside-outside doesn't have a perspective, right? How can you have a perspective if there's no inside-outside? But Let's put that question aside. There's another way to look at things where there's no separation, where all things interflow, interpenetrate, where it's all the shining mirror. Does that come? Both ways of approaching are true. And human being to be wise must know that don't just see life from one or the other. Don't just see separation because then it's hard suffering. Don't just see wholeness because then we can't live. See the wholeness that is separation, the separation that is wholeness. See the dust that is the mirror. Oh, you got years to get this. Don't expect to get it. Okay. You have a question? And you've had time out there. Who's got a question? Yes, Michael, my favorite student. Thank you, Jindo. You're welcome. Uh, I've heard this saying before that we have eyes to see others, but we need a mirror to see ourselves. Could that mirror also be the world in which we engage in and that the world that we engage in is also a reflection of how we should be. Oh, I like the saying that we're all sitting in the Buddha eye, the eye looking for the eye. I like that. Yeah, let's leave it there. <laughs> yeah, we're like, where's truth? Where's the reality? Where's truth? Where's Buddha? We're like sitting in the eye looking for the eye sitting in the eye, looking, where's the eye? Makes us blind. <laughs> Anyone else before we break off? This is your chance. Okay. Well, the talk must have been so good it either left you completely enlightened we're completely confused and beyond words. Maybe enlightened beyond words. 
Let's leave it at that. Would you close the sutras, Dosho? Oh, you have the bell. Thank you for joining us for the Tree Leaf Zendo podcast. Tree Leaf is an online practice place for people who cannot easily attend a Zen center due to health, location, work, childcare, or family needs. We provide netcast zazen, retreats, discussion, jukai, the support of fellow practitioners, interaction with a teacher, and all other activities of a Zen Buddhist Sangha, all fully online, accessible anytime, anywhere, without charge. Come build the future of online Zen community and practice.